Welcome to Just Think, the podcast. The podcast where we don't want to tell you what to think. We just want to encourage you to do it. We are three friends that came from across the political spectrum who were tired of partisan politics and were alarmed at what we saw happening in our country, including the growing political divide. But we found as we challenged ourselves to recognize our own biases, to put them aside, we were absolutely united in our pursuit for the truth. And that's why we started this podcast to share the conversations we were having around that pursuit and to invite you into our conversation. To encourage you to feel free to ask questions. Search for the answers yourself to say what you think. That's right, because as we like to say, diversity of thought, ideas, and beliefs are welcome here. Asshats are not. (laughs) (laughs) All are welcome as long as you just think. Welcome back to Just Think, the podcast. This is Holly. And Amy. And Kristen. And if you're joining us for the first time, welcome to Crazy Town. Uh, (laughs) The three of us are going to discuss the current events in this episode. Sometimes we have special guests, experts, and people who have firsthand experience in the topics for which we like to have discussions. Today, it's just us three talking about the headlines, the clickbait. What's really going on? What we're finding that you're perhaps not finding in the mainstream news sources. Now, sometimes our critics will say, we don't cover both sides of the issue. So let me just be really clear what we're here to do. You can get one side of this issue every time you turn on your television to CNN, to Fox News a lot of times, MSNBC, CBS, ABC, NBC, MSNBC, whatever. Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I mean, big tech, Twitter. Okay, but if you're not aware, we're going to make sure you're aware today, censorship is happening. And we have found money trails to big tech, pharmaceutical companies, to all the media companies. It just look at who advertises on these stations. They're not, journalism seems to be dead in this country, in the mainstream. They're no longer objective, and now they have a narrative they need to keep, whatever that narrative may be. And so we're here to discuss the things we find that go outside of that narrative that we have some sort of evidence to. So we're not claiming to always be right, but what we are claiming to tell you is that we can find evidence experts to the contrary of what you're being told. And so today, We have a lot of stuff to cover and we are coming in hot with a lot of conversations you can find on this episode. Our resources will be posted on our link tree, which can be found on the link in our bio on our social media. And by the way, we do have a website coming and merchandise coming. We're going to talk more about that in just a little bit, but first. And a Rumble account. And, and oh, please, absolutely. Yes, our Rumble account videos. is where you can find videos that we reference and things that we don't have time to reference, but it is a great resource if you want to see the things that are getting shadow banned and censored. And hey, by the way, we are very aware that there are a lot of theories out there on every side of every issue, okay? I think right now we're living in an age where they want to call you a conspiracy theorist if you don't go along with the narrative. What you can know about us, we got some conspiracies. Sadly, those conspiracies that we've had for the last years, many have been proven right. Yeah, we need new ones. Yeah. (laughs) So so don't worry. Lest you think we're out here trying to promote, you know, BS. We're not. We are (laughs) literally trying to show you where we can find evidence to the contrary. So girls, where do do we want to start today? Kristen, do you want to start with the latest and greatest on the vaccines? 
Um, there's so much. We could start out with the propaganda of okay. CNN oh, yes. headline. Do y'all have that? Pull? We've got that pulled up somewhere, right? So Kristen read this headline. I think Holly, you sent it to us, or maybe your sister did. Texted it to us. We were. I was in the car yesterday driving. She was like, "Listen to this, this y'all. Is- listen to this. Listen to this spin." Okay. Go. Growing share of COVID nineteen deaths are among vaccinated people, but booster shots substantially lower the risk. Okay, uh, say it again. Just, yeah. just read that one yeah, more you time. Know, just wrap your mind around. Just, just wrap your mind just around think. what they're saying. Just think. Okay. Growing share of COVID-19 deaths are among vaccinated people, but booster shots substantially lower the risk. Now, I have not, full disclosure, clicked on this dumbass article because, and I really should have, because I want to say, where is your evidence? Because all the evidence that we have seen certainly does not show this. And I just want one person, one person, not Walensky, not Fauci. I want somebody who is actually behind the scenes doing these science experiments, doing these studies, can they come represent themselves? Because I want to hear it straight from them. I want Pfizer. I want Moderna. I want somebody there saying, no, here's the study. I mean, all they're doing, we have doctors, Dr. McCullough, every time he gives a presentation, every time he's on, you know, he's on our podcast, he's on any show or anything, he comes with what they call receipts. Like, I mean, and we're talking hundreds of studies, hundreds, thousands, thousands. And remember our friend Bo's, uh, uh, Dr. Ravenel, who said, don't believe me. Go look at the data for yourselves. Follow the actual science as we discover it. And, you know, I keep thinking this. With all of this censorship, I mean, guys, every time someone points to corruption happening in the pharmaceutical industry, to injury happening from vaccines, they are being shut off of big tech, shut off of social media. My my argument to that is let them talk. And then if you can dispute what they're saying, bring that evidence because in the we should have a forum where both sides can present the evidence. But the really alarming thing is the other side is bringing zero evidence. And any evidence that the CDC has tried to bring they, many scientists have debunked their, you know, like their mask wearing. Right. Uh, I mean, that right. was laughable. That was so right. laughable. So, so bring all the evidence to light, debate it. That is, have robust debate around it. That's how we used to draw conclusions over who was right. right. But if you can't have both sides, I'm telling you at this point, I'm going to assume you are lying, you are covering it up, you're profiting, and you are greedy, and you are evil at this yeah. point. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, here's my thing. When I see an article like that, that says, oh, you know, they are getting uh, vaccinated. People are getting COVID way more, but the booster helps. How do you know? How do you know? How do you know that? Like when people say I'm triple, I'm triple jabbed and, and I, I got, got COVID. COVID. Gosh, I'm so glad though. Cause it could have been so much worse. Well, how do you know how that? You know? How there do you know that if you would have just gotten COVID, how do you know that you wouldn't have just felt the exact same, maybe even better? Right. or maybe slightly worse, but how do you know? You cannot claim this. This is what this is like. Everybody is saying, oh, well, it, it just makes it better. It just makes it better when you get COVID. There's right. no way to know that. Well, so, and, and I think all of us have a story at this point of people, not just one, people we know who were double, triple vaccinated, who, who are not having a good go of it right now. And in fact, we were just saying before we started recording, everyone that I know that's had COVID in the last month has been triple vaxxed. 
literally across the board. No one that I know that's had COVID was unvaccinated, okay? Now, here's the other part of this. Multiple people in my life that have had cancer were told to go and get the vaccine. They were, they were put on that list of high risk with COVID. We all know this, right? Guys, sadly, two people that I know of, and I mean, in my inner circle, you know, of family members and friends, their cancers have come back with a vengeance. I just lost one and then another one is not doing well. And, and, and listen, we cannot, we can, I cannot tell you that it is related to that, but Dr. Ryan Cole says the pathology certainly indicates it. Dr. Geert Vandenbosch, who said this would happen, said that we would have a crisis of an ability to fight any disease, specifically respiratory viruses, but also even cancers, that it would, it would disable our immune system. Do you remember? I'm going to refer you guys back to Dr. Ryan Cole in our episode with him when he said that our cells are like good little Marines that throw grenades mm -hmm. at the invading bad cells. And this vaccine is telling those Marines to go to sleep. That's yep. a problem, okay? Now, we'll refer back to that because he's the expert on the pathology and he is truly an expert. But guys, it is alarming to me what we're seeing and I hope it doesn't get worse. But at this point, I feel like Amy, Chris and I are sounding an alarm. It's now no longer, we're just trying to provide you evidence and information um, and you get to decide. You certainly do and we believe that. And if you decide differently, that's completely your right to do it. But as your friends, as people who want to spare you what could happen, please get informed. Please know the full scope of what people are seeing. My sister just texted us this week that there's a cancer doctor here in Raleigh that is having to hire more staff because of the increased rates of patients they're having to see right now. And someone said, do you think it has to do with the vaccine? And they're like, oh, no, definitely not. Mm -hmm. well, okay, well, how do you know? Well, then what changed? Why? Why, why is it so well, much? Like, was, mm -hmm. Yeah, this is where you look at trends. And this yeah. is where you look at, you know, the overall mortality. What's going, what, what is going on then? But what? isn't that something that's pretty freaking important? Yeah. When they, when they talk about this and like, I want to, yeah, um, Amy's so, got something pulled up, like some actual facts. So when we circle back to the CNN article and we're talking about but I mean, first of all, you have to think when you see something like that, just like that whole vaccine derived polio cases are an outbreak. Let's think about that vaccine derived, derived polio cases. Right. All right. We'll just leave that right there. Marinate on that. But with the vaccines and saying that, oh, but the booster's going to help. Let's read these well, right. actual so numbers. Then you Canada. actually look at numbers and like, you know, coffee and COVID, which we love. We shout them out, shout him out all the time. He's What's his so name? Jeff, Jeff Childers. Jeff Childers. Childers. Yeah. Yeah. We love him, but yes. he gives the real deal, the numbers. And like Holly said, we're not just like giving you like some evidence here. Like we're sounding the alarm. And so is he. This is Canada. What's happening in Canada right now? Canada's jab numbers aren't looking too good. This is his article. Um, when comparing the official April 10th report to the April 17th report, we discover some disquieting figures in the death totals. Unjabbed deaths, one. This is in a one-week time frame. Unjabbed deaths, one. One-shot deaths, five. Two-shot deaths, 63. Three-shot deaths, 160. Put another way, 226 out of 227 weekly deaths were jabbed. That's 99.95% jabbed deaths, which is ironic because that number is close to the 95% fake protection number that the vaccine makers first claimed. 
and it's also right around the chance of having a mild or asymptomatic COVID infection. Also, the numbers are going the wrong way. Look at how the deaths are stacked, increasing along with the number of jabs. Shouldn't it be going the other way? Hmm. Yes, I think. And uh, Holly, we've got a um, video from, I think I sent it to you, from um, a reporter in the UK as well. You could, t I don't know if you're gonna say something, I just wanted to bring that attention. Oh no, yeah, let me pull that up. And we'll while I'm- Right along with this. Yep, perfect. And while I'm pulling that up, um, Kristen, is it the one that's the Steve, the Stein line? Is yeah, that the one? Mark something or other, I think his yeah. name is. Okay, so, yeah. uh, so let me pull this. So let me also point you guys to something else. That's the triple vaccinated. Sorry, before I play this. Going back to the Lancet study, which Coffee and COVID covered as well, um, Dr. Jennifer Ashton, who's ABC's chief medical correspondent, she described a new study on booster efficacy published in the Lancet. And this is what she said. There's a new published study out in the Lancet about the fourth dose and what happens to our antibody levels. It is not a surprise that after the fourth dose, antibody levels rise significantly. They surge in the several weeks after that dose. We've known that for a while, but here are the caveats. We don't know how long that lasts, number one, and our immune response, remember, is not just about antibodies, it's about the T cell response also, which you can't measure as well as the pure antibody level. And it's about whether boosters are blocking or neutralizing antibodies to the variants that we're seeing. This is a Lancet study and ABC's chief medical correspondent covered it, okay? I mean, she just speculated on Good Morning America about whether the boosters blocked or neutralized antibodies to the variants. Hello, right. and yet, and yet we are told, get boosted, get boosted, get boosted with zero evidence now that it makes a difference. Right. Okay, <laughs> here, let, me, let me play this, uh, let me play Mark Stein here for you. Check it out. The triple vaccinated in March were responsible for uh, just over a million COVID cases, and everybody else, 475,000 COVID cases. So the triple vaccinated are contracting COVID at approximately twice the rate of the double, single, and unvaccinated. Got that? If, you've, if, if you get the booster shot, uh, you've got uh, twice as high a chance of getting the COVID. The COVID. <laughs> and then he goes on to say um, that he they started looking at the markers of death, okay, and said so the death within 28 days with the triple triple backs was 1,557, and all others were 577. 1,557 versus 577, okay, y'all? So, and just to remind y'all too, I know we've talked about this before in the podcast, but, and Holly brought this up, you know, the doctors that we all know that are seeing all these alarming trends coming in, not COVID related, but um, this is also from Coffee and COVID. U.S. mortality data is starting to show some unsettling signals. For one, non-COVID mortality among ages 15 to 44 was over 40% higher in 2021 than in 2019, even with vaccines and treatments and a year of experience with COVID. Excess non-COVID deaths are significantly higher than the total COVID deaths. And then he says, weird, I wish we had a multi-billion dollar government agency that could look into things like this and figure out what's going on. Hmm. Well, hmm. that's not important. 40% higher. Don't you think that's mortality? a public health, a major public health crisis? If that's a crisis. Didn't they say 10% um, is a crisis? Yes, COVID didn't kill 40% of people who got it. 
Like, they're, they're, like it's the, this is staggering. And we shut the world down for a, for a disease, for a virus that at one point was like 2% of people might be dying from. And most of that was because they went to the hospital. Let's be real. And y'all, I'm so sorry, but I'm at home with the dogs today. And for whatever reason, they are driving me crazy. So, um, so I'm going to mute for a second. Kristen, y'all take over a while. Put these dogs out. <laughs> Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? <laughs> Holly did. Well, one other thing we can point out too is um, I posted a lot of things in um, my story the other day. I mean, y'all know I'm constantly doing all kinds of research, but Jessica Rose, she is amazing. She is the a safety, the VAERS, um, basically data analysis expert. We want to have her, I want to have her on this podcast, yeah. but she is amazing. And she took it upon herself to really start diving into this. She knew nothing about VAERS when, I was, when she started this. So she has a really fascinating story, but she posted just, just even one instant of a seven-year-old boy who died within 13 days of his first Pfizer injection, okay? This little boy had no history, no history. And what is that within however many days, like what was, how many days, less than two weeks? He dies of a, of a heart attack, heart issues, cardiac issues, okay? The vaccine, now I'm not saying it caused it, not saying it caused it, I can't say that. It's up to our government to investigate each and every one of these, okay? So if they have not done this, what is the reason? Or if they are going to say it didn't cause it, then what is the reason? Where is the investigation, okay? The next thing is, she looked at the lot numbers. I'm going to post all of this. I'll post her um, her link to her Substack in our Google resources so you can read through it because it's really quite interesting, fascinating, scary, sad, heartbreaking, all the things. But I actually find, looked at theirs myself. Y'all can look up this information, but I went and did it myself and I just clicked on a few of the VAERS numbers. I mean, y'all, there are breakthrough COVID infections. That was actually the number one reported adverse event is COVID. That is crazy. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Um, acute respiratory distress, acute kidney in injury, acute respiratory failure, air embolism. There were 48 or 43 reported deaths just in age six to 17, just in ages six to 17. Okay. A 15-year-old had bi got bilateral pulmonary emboli, which is clots that went in her lungs, died, okay? A 16-year-old had a headache and upset stomach for two days, improved one day and found dead the next day. This is post-vaccine. Then there was a 16-year-old that died the same day, the same day, had a heart attack, the 17-year-old, cardiac arrest the same day as dose number two. You can't tell me that there is not at least a very substantial correlation and that this does not warrant some evidence. This is supposed to be a warning system. Yeah. How is this not warning? And why are we not talking about this? Right. Well, and, and aren't they supposed to like, in the past, wasn't it, haven't I heard that like, if there are 50 yes. safety signals, it was whatever, the market. and they pull it off the market for just 50. What did, how many was that you just said? This was six to 17 year old. 43. It was, it was either 43 or 48. It was something. And I mean, and that's the six, because guys. Uh, age period category. And well, it hasn't been out a year for them, y'all. Well, and, and to kind of go back to that GMA um, interview that we referenced, she actually says, if you're not in the high-risk category, meaning like, what was it, 60 and over or whatever, she said, don't get, the, I mean, she essentially says, don't get the booster because we don't know what's going to happen to your immune system. And, and here's the other thing. I, th I don't know if I shared this story, but really quickly, I... Uh, have a, an acquaintance of mine, friend of mine, but hadn't seen her in a while, had coffee with her. Her husband, right after the third child, 
got blood clots all through his body. And he had done a 45 minute Peloton ride the day before. So this guy's very active, very fit. He got the third booster. And so I said to her, what do you think caused it? Yeah, because he's otherwise healthy. And, I, and she goes, well, and you can tell she didn't really say, well, we think it was the shot. I said, oh, I know it was the shot. <laughs> she thought I'm a doctor now, by the way. But, um, but I was like, but listen to this. She tells me the story of him going to the emergency room. And I said, hey, who was your attending physician? Because she started to describe her. And I know this ER doc. I said, was it? And I listed her name. And she goes, yeah, that's who it was. I said, well, what did she say? She goes, funny. She said, we've been seeing a lot of blood clots since the boosters came out. Oh, wow. And this doctor was all about that vaccine on social media. But yet they still won't say anything. I they mean, still will say, say it, sound an alarm and say, caution, caution. They're not right. the, the chances of the dying of COVID are like nothing. Okay, listen the to this. Uh, being harmed are pretty good right now. Yep, well, listen to this. Speak a, up. a nurse sent this to one of our friends. Um, this is the text from her. She said, so just this week, some personal stories. Three young ladies diagnosed with POTS, that postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome that a lot of people are getting. Um, uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on her name. Our, our pharmacy tech that was on our podcast, she had it. Um, and Heather. one, Heather, okay. And one of those now with chronic UTIs, 65-year-old mysterious autoimmune disease. And now my neighbor's great-granddaughter. Um, she's been bleeding heavily and nonstop for the past six months. She also has having severe abdominal pain. Her gynecologist just told her yesterday not to get any more COVID boosters. He said over 60% of his vaccinated patients are coming in with the same issues. Interesting that he is acknowledging this. Really? In that, I mean, this is happening. This yes. is, doctors know, they but know. they have to say it on the DL. They can't say it out loud. And yet patients are still believing everything that they see and they're fearful. Y'all have got to just know that people know, doctors yep. know, okay? Yeah, oh, and then what know. else are a lot of doctors at Duke? We have somebody that works at Duke and how many doctors are- like seven or eight are out with um, COVID. And they've triple, all been triple, at least vax, triple, probably Sure, they've been masked and she- Oh, did you guys see the mask, uh, the masks, uh, the newest mask study? Did you guys oh, see- Did it cause more deaths? So <laughs> listen to this. So it was a, they did fit tested N95 masks and they combined them with a portable HEPA filtration device. And it says that can protect against high aerosol, aerosolized viral loads over prolonged periods at close range. All right, now get this. He goes, in other words, only a properly fitted N95 respirator provided any measurable efficacy against viruses compared to no masks. They really? found surgical masks and non-fitted N95s were useless and even fit tested N95s were perfect. So it said nasal swabs demonstrated high virus exposure, which was not mitigated by the mask. And it says there was a trend for, so. It's you gonna walk around with a HEPA filter attached to your fitted N95 first, Have y'all seen his video? I've got to post this video when he was at the Senate hearing. He put on the big old mask that like legit. You look uh, like you're like in a, you know, yeah. a gas mask. Yes. He said, this is the only mask that would actually work. And if this is the only mask, how many mandates do you think we would have in this country? Truly. Some people would wear them gladly though. Yeah. I'm trying to I mean, and they can. And outside. Go for it. They'd you wear it can. outside. You alone. can. You can do that. But you don't sure tell can. me to do that. No. And, oh and it's, it's very, very sad. 
that we that there is so much misinformation out there that is not following science. If you're still believing the science from two years ago, you have got to get informed. You get have it together. To get informed. Get it together. Yes. All right. We can move on from COVID. Okay. I mean, you know, all right. So all day about it. If there's anybody who is uh, using baby formula, we'd love to hear from you. Are you able to find your baby formula right now? This is the newest uh, shortage that we've been hearing about. And to be honest, I wasn't sure why specifically baby formula was an issue until I found a congressman who was talking about it. And he said, basically, that baby formula in the United States, there's like maybe three main companies that make it. And apparently, there was a recall um, previous to this point in time. So you add a recall situation, okay, into the fact that we now have supply chain issues and people can't get the baby formula. So the congressman was urging the FDA to um, close the case on whatever they were having to look into for, you know, and again, I don't trust the FDA and I don't know if I want to expedite, <laughs> expedite baby formula that could be, perhaps not be good for babies, but certainly we have an issue here. And then another congressman just came out yesterday and said they were sending flats of baby formula from one of the three major brands to illegal immigrants. They got cell phones, hotel rooms, um, baby no, no uh, mandates, yeah. and baby, baby formula. formula. So we'll, well I, heard, I heard on a podcast today that, um, because I was just listening to a podcast today about the, the formula situation. Apparently the FDA pulled, did pull it. It's like Abbott, Abbott Laboratories in Michigan yeah. is the big one. Pulled it be because of something who knows which that's scary in and of itself who knows what was wrong with it right. right but apparently abbott labs has fixed the issue whatever it was and now they're kind of baffled as to why the fda is still not putting it back like not giving them the green light to get it back out there because the fda just hasn't even there it's like okay we're ready we have it we fixed the problem oh wow yeah so the fda is the one that's like What's that podcast? Not doing it. It was um, Charlie Kurt. Charlie Kurt. Okay. So, and 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 I will say because we three business owners, um, we had a we had a device, a, a skincare tool actually, that we voluntarily took off the market that the FDA couldn't decide if it wanted to call it a medical device or a cosmetic a cosmetic device, and for that thirteen months it was off the market, we had done our due diligence and we were waiting on the FDA. So I I do I will say. If you're waiting on the government, you you can you might be before. But at the same point in time, this is baby formula. This is baby formula. Like right. that's it's a an urgent need. Tool. This is baby formula that is urgent. This well, is I do urgent. think we need to ask all the pregnant men to pony up some um, baby some milk. <laughs> this is I'm where Ross, y'all Ross DeBoss. If you watch him, he just we did. need some human chest milk. <laughs> he said we need some chest milk then. Give me a point. <laughs> Yes, like 40% um, of baby formulas um, nowhere to be found. Wow. So like parents are driving from store to store to store and wow. Well, I, I, this now is going to be the for, underground market for breast milk. Like I was going to say nursing moms, milk. if you were like me and you could have nursed 10 children, now's a good time to go donate. Oh, but hold on. Let me tell y'all one more thing about this. Just so y'all know, oh, this, no. is, this is, this is conspiracy theory, but not really, but I'm sure this will be coming out soon. So I'll go ahead and just, we'll be on the front end of this story. <laughs> um, so Bill Gates, um, a couple of years ago, I guess, 
has invested in a firm that bets on lab-produced breast milk. Okay. Oh. Uh, this Candace Owens found this and posted it. She said, doesn't Bill Gates just have the best luck? Just like with the COVID vaccine, he makes an investment and suddenly there's a pandemic or shortage and everyone must line up for his product. Today, I learned that he recently invested in lab-produced breast milk. This is on CNBC. Um, and this article was published in 2020, June 16th. And it's a startup company um, and let's see, earned the backing of world's top investors, 3.5 million in series A funding from Breakthrough Energy Ventures, Bill Gates investment firm focused on climate change. The co-founders hope the breast milk produced by BioMilk from culturing mammary something. And then I can't read the rest because- the Who wants to give their kids BioMilk? Raise your hand. So she says, so in 2020, <laughs> he invests in a lab uh, produced breast milk. And coincidentally, two years later, uh, the corrupt FDA shuts down the largest bre breast milk, or I guess formula really, manufacturing plant in the United States because of bacteria fears and causes a massive shortage. Not saying these two things are linked. <laughs> We're just throwing the information out there. I bet none of y'all knew that um, Bill Gates has invested in a breast milk a lab created breast milk company or venture no i did not know that so thank you you're welcome thank you candace man he is was hitting the jackpot these last two years other than his marriage falling apart and him being connected to um being on uh what's his name's plane how many times uh, a billion. oh yeah oh yeah. yeah and there's a just real quick another article headline just before we move off this topic the formula topic daily mail why is biggest baby baby formula plant in the u.s still shut down after three months Abbott says plant is safe and was not responsible for bacteria that killed two kids, but FDA refuses to reopen as parents across the U.S. struggle to feed their babies. Wait, 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 wait. They recalled this for it killing two, two kids. Two. Can, can anybody just think about that? Marinate on that. They recalled a breast milk production site for it killing two kids. Now, one kid is too many. And okay? this is food for two people. kids. Two kids. We are not, we are turning a blind eye, not we, they are turning a blind eye on a vaccine that has been reported to have deaths very close in proximity to people, to kids getting this vaccine, like same day, 48 hours, less than a week, okay? Why are they not recalling this? Why are they not at least halting this, pausing this until they know more? But no, they are trying to approve it for kids, even if it's less than 50% of efficacy, okay? That was another article that, that's, that's another thing that came out. You have to think, y'all, we, I mean, I, I, it, it makes me livid. It makes me livid yep. to see this. Yep. Oh my God. Well, and, and also, speaking like, of- You got the money, you got all this, you got the food shortages, the baby formula shortages, you've got gas prices up, food prices up, and the food shortages. what they say, homelessness, homelessness is up crazy high like millions of border people crossing our borders. Yes. And yet, what did we just pass? What just happened? How much money did we just send over uh, to Ukraine? 40 billion? Was it 40 they, billion? Or 40 million? 40 billion. Billion, million. Is it billion? Billion. 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 Wasn't it? I thought it was 40 billion. Am I crazy? Billion. It probably is. I'll, I'll I mean, probably, check it. I don't want to, I don't want to say the wrong thing. 40 that's million is probably chump change. Well, here's the, here's the problem. And how many Republicans voted for it? Hey, for those of you who are still toting that Republican Party line, I will say, go look at how many Republicans voted to send that money up there. If you think that we have enough issues at home right now and we don't have a never ending well of cash to be spending everywhere, we need to rethink this. And I'm not saying the situation in 
Russia, between Russia and Ukraine is not dire. It's terrible what, that Russia has invaded another, its neighbor. It's invaded its neighbor. But also, can we say that it's weird that they're having concerts over there? Celebrities are going over there for photo shoots. Kamala went there. Um, she still hasn't been to the damn the, border. The president is on the cover of Time magazine doing photo shoots. Nancy Pelosi strolling the streets in her blue pantsuit. And this is a war-torn, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I do feel sorry for them if something horrible, and I know something horrible is happening, but like, what? that doesn't make sense to me. Something horrible they're is happening. They're having concerts and like, I mean. But I they can't get, get to our border. Stuff. They can't this get to our border time. where they could drive there. They could drive there. It doesn't even require an airplane on their private jets, you know, for all those environmentalists, oh. um, you know, that are on those private jets going to Ukraine. They can't get to our own border. They can't no. make a, where, has Nancy been to our border? No. Kamala, Joe, who, hey, crickets, crickets. I mean, we then, have a problem there. And then he said, what, now I have not checked into this, but y'all sent this to, one of y'all sent this on our thread today that, but the Biden administration cancel, cancels massive oil and gas lease during record high prices. The yeah. Interior Department has canceled a 1 million plus acre oil lease in Alaska as Americans face painfully high prices at the pump. Why would, why would we keep doing this to us? The global <laughs> warming agenda is not an economically minded agenda at all. And in fact, it's to the contrary. It's a very expensive agenda, regardless of your feelings on global warming. Can we okay. put global warming off real quick? Cause our gas is real hot. Can Thank we just, you. can we just, for a can we just help us for a second? And then we're going to die before the climate kills us anyway. Exactly. We're going to die. <laughs> Because I mean, we're in the star, we're not going to go anywhere. We can't like work to make money. Like seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm not lying. Like we cannot sit here and focus on that when it's called. It's like at what expense? Well, to in, to the greater good. It's freezing. Crisis, it's freezing in North Carolina today, by the way. Yeah, freezing. And <laughs> freezing. I mean, and it's May. In by the way, when you have a crisis, any good leader knows you prioritize urgency. You say, "What is the most urgent thing we have to address?" And we address that. We have it back asswards with this yeah. administration. They, I mean, we've got Jen Psaki all but encouraging people to go protest at Supreme Court justices' houses because of the leak of the Roe versus Wade decision that was supposed that was written in February, supposed to come out later. Which, by the way, unprecedented, unprecedented that that a decision from the Supreme Court has ever been leaked. So we we have a are lot they looking of into that, or are they going to sweep that under the rug? I mean. I mean but, but the crazy thing is, is that now there are churches, there are people going in Catholic churches and protesting as if that church has anything to do with that Supreme They're Court. They're throwing decision. Molotov cocktails into oh. um, like destroying places. And like, and also um, in U 18 U.S. Code uh, 1507 says, whoever with the intent of influencing any judge in the discharge of his duty, pickets or parades in or near a building or residence occupied or used by such a judge shall be fined under this title or imprisoned. And okay. what is, can so we, what is it's being condoned and encouraged um, as passion by our leaders right now. Um, and, and I don't give a shit about your passion when there is a law that's, that governs what you can do with that passion. I got passion too. I'd like to burn a few things down myself over the last two years, but I'm not doing it because it's against the law. There is some, there, I am so tired of people's feelings be able to trump law. Your feelings don't get to trump the law. It was okay. And, and I would say that about anything. It doesn't matter if it's about abortion, if it's about 
food stamps, if it's about the border, if it's George about- George Floyd. It is the truth. Is it, we either have laws or we don't. And this ding dong, I'm sorry. She is a liar. She is a liar. She is a, liar. a manipulator. And MSNBC, she will fit right in. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, sorry, not sorry. But Jen Psaki is, I, I have zero respect for her. Zero. Well, yeah, we've got that video. I don't know if we want to play the whole thing. I want to play it. Okay. So I want people got, to hear this girl, what she says, clearly ignorant of the law. And I'm waiting. Has there been a retraction from her yet? Because surely. No, this is even, I think this was even in a response to what she said the day before. And she still continued with it. I'm pretty sure. But just go Are ahead and play. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, I. Oh, she'll never it, apologize or retract anything. No. Okay. Which one yeah, was no. it? Which one was it? Kristen, was um, it? It had, let me see. Sorry, y'all. I just like, I don't want to play the wrong one. And then it was right under that, the bill, US bill in our text thread. That one right oh, wait, there. Hold on. I can't see. Hold on. Let me see. Okay. Yeah. It's her. It's from oh. the girl, right? From the White yep. House. Yeah. Yeah. The, Thank yeah. You. All right. Listen to this. I do want to ask as well, I mean, the Department of Justice was very swift in responding to school board members who felt like they were being harassed and intimidated um, a couple months back. Does the president feel that the demonstrations outside of, say, Justice Alito's home, um, are those attempts to interfere or intimidate? Well, I think I said yesterday, but I'm happy to repeat because I think it's important for everybody to hear that the president's long-standing view has been that violence, threats, and intimidation of any kind have no place in political discourse. And we believe, of course, in peaceful protests. What I do find is interesting, um, and I think most many people have noted, is that there are voices on the right who have called out um, this uh, protest that are happening uh, while remaining silent for years on protests that have happened outside of the homes of school board members, the Michigan Secretary of State, or including threats made to women seeking reproductive health care, or even an insurrection against our capital. So I know that there's an outrage right now, I guess, about uh, protests that have been peaceful to date, and we certainly continue to encourage that outside of judges' homes, and that's the president's position, but the silence is pretty deafening uh about all of the other intimidation but, Does but she, she know the law? Does she know the she law? Got, well, the girl goes on, the reporter says, but this was in a, a court, a federal court case, you know, like, or whatever. Like, and she, of course, retract, like, still kind of circles around, circles around it. Circle back, circle back, circle back, circle back. Circle back. Blame to all the other people. Still saying that, like, it doesn't matter. It should be the same no matter what. But she, and I'm, I, I, it just, she makes me want to just throw punch people. Well, I mean, she's, <laughs> She's the puppet. She's the puppet of the propaganda. She's the puppet of this administration. And it's it's a laughing stock. And like I said, if it's a circus, she's the head clown right now because she's the face of this thing. And and it just she she infuriates me. But truly, what we should really be angry at is the whole movement that's behind her. Right. Which is this idea that we can do whatever we feel like doing in the cause of what we perceive as being justice. It does not matter what you think about Roe v. Wade, whether you think it's constitutional, unconstitutional, whether you agree with the justices or you disagree with the justices. By the way, I, I don't know how I got on Adam Schiff's email list, but I got an email from him this week saying to the Democrats, which you guys know I'm registered independent, not a Democrat, but, I, but I'm on his email list. And he says, we have got to stack the court. We have got to add more Supreme Court justices because the Republicans have taken over. Now, my 
first thought, and I would have thought this if a Republican had said the same thing to me, I would have said, hold on, we should not, we should, we should adamantly strive to not put people on the court that are activist judges or who side with a political party so strongly that they, that, that trumps their ability to, dis, to interpret the constitution and to interpret law. Because right. the judge's job is to be apolitical, to say, does this fit with the law? Does it break the law? Does it conform to the law? That is their job. And I am furious at this idea that just because the court isn't going to vote in a way that you find acceptable, you now want to change the court. The, the whole purpose of that court, Adam Schiff, is to hold jokers like you accountable right. so that right. you can't run this country into the into the gutter, which you are you and your cohorts are swiftly doing, by the way. And, and by the way, this is the same idiot who claimed that there was Russian collusion, who impeached a president with no evidence, and now all the evidence. Durham report is pointing to the fact that the Clinton campaign and the FBI colluded to create this crap. Oh yeah. It just, it's just, it, you can't really believe anything. Everything is becoming political. Like even the FBI, James O'Keefe has a FBI whistleblower. Uh, there's a video that he posted there. If you follow um, Project Veritas, it is, everything is becoming just political like or one-sided and biased. And, and it's organizations that should not yes. be that like your the FBI should not be political or biased or like go spy on certain people right and like that's supposed to be like the law like, is the law safety the law and security your job. where is that <laughs> that's scary yeah that's scary and it's scary that like all they care about is is just changing you know perspectives yep. instead of getting people on that can actually make sound decisions with integrity you know what I mean that they believe in the constitution and want yes. to protect it as opposed to this whole movement of that the constitution is antiquated and should be rewritten which I think is insanity okay yeah, sure. it served us well for 200 plus years I think we should revisit it um yeah. but but I also let's also talk about because I know the three of us full disclosure we watched 2000 mules yes Dinesh D'Souza who um, produced this film. Um, I know we have all three talked about the election and in, in 2020, and I remember the night of the election, we were talking from that night on to the next day. You know, when we went to bed on the night of the election, it definitely looked like Trump was winning. We wake up the next morning to find that they had stopped counting the votes, right? They'd stopped counting votes, which we found unprecedented for all four swing states that they are waiting on votes. They had stopped counting. We thought that was weird. I think for many of us, it left an impression in our guts that was like, God, this is weird. Now, without evidence of an election being stolen, you gotta be really careful about those claims. Okay. And I think what happened was that all the attempts to prove that there was election fraud, they didn't pan out for one reason or another didn't pan out. And so without evidence, we can't make those claims. Right. But Dinesh knew someone and it was an organization called True the Vote, which decided to use, frankly, the FBI's tactics to decide what really happened with the election. And what they did, if you remember on January 6th, how did they make arrests so quickly within 48 to 72 hours? It was through cell phones. 
cell phone pings. They could trace where people were, who was around, and then they could go find them. So they used that same technology, okay, to go find who was going to ballot boxes, but also going to political operative organizations. And by that, we mean five, like five different ones. And they were visiting multiple ballot boxes. Ballot, bo ballot harvesting is illegal. So there was some curious behavior around the election. Trump started saying in July of 2019, I think it was, right, that they're going to cheat because they were moving towards, because of COVID, mass mail-in balloting. And we knew the mail-in ballots were going to heavily favor the Democrats because they were statistically more concerned with COVID than Republicans. Isn't that crazy how a virus becomes politicized? Yeah, exactly. Case, yep. Um, but what we found, what what they found in this in this 2000 mules is that there were over 2000 um, operatives mm -hmm. that they can ping going to ballot boxes. They're also on camera. I think it was 4 million hours. 4, four minutes. million minutes of video showing. So not only did they have the cell phone pings, they had the video to back, to back up those up. pings, yeah. seeing people. And, and you, you know, and it wasn't like this, five like, times. It was like 23 times, right. 28 yes. times. Yes. Times. And it's illegal to put more than one ballot in a ballot box. I mean, I think the only exception in some states is like if you're doing it for an elderly relative, you can have two. You can have yours and like, let's say your great grandma's. Yeah, there are videos of people shoving in like so many that they can't even fit them in. They're wearing gloves, um, throwing the gloves in the trash. I mean, this is all on video and you're seeing them multiple times doing this, not just in one place, all over the place. Well, what was interesting about the gloves, too, is if they look back on the dates on the videos, as they say, and we're just reporting what they said. OK, we didn't do this information. We didn't we didn't we didn't look into this. We're just reporting what is what has shown there. And what we saw. In yeah, what we saw in December, in December, they were saying they could trace fingerprints back to, to ballot boxes. The very next day, all of these people in these videos are wearing disposable gloves and are throwing them away outside the ballot box. Yeah, so they try to claim, oh, well, it's COVID or oh, it's cold. I mean, these are like medical or surgical medical gloves, gloves, you know, like those gloves, latex, oh. whatever. And then they take them off right after they drop them in. And then they're taking pictures of them. Uh, yes, that too. With their cell phones. So there's a very weird behavior of taking pictures. And apparently that's how they get paid. Because there is a whistleblower, I think, who has explained the behavior to this. Now, our, our thing is, hey, can we just look into this? Can we see if Dinesh D'Souza is full of crap? If True the Vote is this right-wing conspiracy crap organization? Hey, let's go prove it. it. Show us evidence let's to debunk it. Let's go prove that it's crap. Right. But now, I think it begs the question, someone needs to answer these allegations. Mm -hmm. Because if they don't, there's a real good portion of this American population that will not trust that their vote counts. And it no longer will look like we have a democracy, but instead that we have a mob running the country and our vote doesn't matter. And that is- scare everybody without election integrity on all sides. I mean, this isn't like, hey, go put Trump back in office, but this no. is something that this needs to be exposed. I highly recommend y'all listening to Char the Charlie Kirk podcast with Dinesh and also with the Catherine Englebright and what's his name? I can't remember his name. You'll see the 2000 Mules. The 2000 Mules. They like talk the about everything they did. It's insane. It's mind blowing. The amount of work, the amount of hours that they put into this. They've been holding on and gathering this data 
um, for like 15, 16 months. This is not just some, yeah. you know, yeah. flying by the seat of your pants, trying to just throw something out there. They have been quiet and they've been trying to get this right for this long to make sure, to make absolutely sure. And guess who didn't want them to mention them or say anything? Fox News. Yep. Yep. Fox News. I mean, he says it on there. So this also well, makes me think when people are not wanting to cover this. Yeah. Why? Well, remember Fox News the night of the election calling Arizona before anyone else was calling Arizona? And you can even tell that the Fox News, I can't think of the guy's name, but he was he was looking around like, you calling this already? Do you guys remember this? Uh, and I remember just being like, what is going on? Like, it was weird. And again, I dismissed some things by saying, well, the, the mail-in votes are going to be Democratic votes. We're probably going to go for Biden. So, and the pipe bursting too. Do you remember that? Yes. Oh, like, yes. There was like, oh, we can't count votes because the pipes burst in the room where they were counting and everybody had to be evacuated. And it was like the middle of the night and like craziness. Like, I mean, it's on. just, there's a lot of weird. And again... Again, we can come up with theories when there's a lack of evidence to the contrary. But if you're not debunking, if you can't conclusively say, no, you are wrong, that is not what happened, then there's a lot of reasons to question. And we got to get this sorted out before more elections happen. We, we have got to get this sorted out because I fear for, this, for the state of our country and for, you know. And you also have to be on the lookout because guaranteed what they're going to do is say there's some kind of more, another health scare health wave, try to get people to vote uh, mail-in voting. Yeah. And this is all, you, you have to think about this, just you should go vote in person and vote local. Two wings of the same evil bird. <laughs> I mean, this is not just Democrats. This is yeah. just real people need to realize no matter where you stand on your politics, that this is a problem and both sides are contributing to the problem. And, and, and if you have an incumbent that you're going to vote for, please go look at how your incumbent voted on the $40 billion to Ukraine, you, you know, mm. how they've been voting. Because if, let me just say, we need people to stop. We've got to break the two-party system into pieces. This, is, this right. is part of draining the swamp is demolishing the power that the Republican and Democratic parties have to control the people who are elected under their umbrellas. It is disgusting. And that is something we all need to focus on. And if we can get rid of incumbents, my thought is let's pass, because incumbents are not going to pass uh, term limit bills. They're not. But we have got to get freshmen in there to pass term limit bills because the people who have been in there forever, the Nancy Pelosi's of the world have gotten really rich off of their service quotes in air quotes um, to the country. And we have we've got to get rid of that. They've got money and power out of their service. So we've got to we've got to end that. And the way that we can do that is bring in new people who will campaign on term limits and that will go in and they'll get them passed. By the way, the, the Congress just, by, by the recording of this um, episode, Congress just, they were not able to pass an abortion bill. So in response to the leak from the, um, from the Supreme Court ruling prematurely, they wanted to pass a bill to make prohibiting abortions illegal. And Senator Joe Manchin parted ways with the Democrats once again, voted with the Republicans to kill the bill. And this was uh, late term, I think this was late term abortions, right? 
Well, I'm not sure. Was it, was it late? I think it was like, so, so this is, um, I'll have to go back. I think it was like, whatever they consider a late term abortion, um, is what the bill was. Okay. Okay. Sure. So that, thank you for that. Cause I, I, I was not aware. I didn't, I thought it was just that they could not. Prohibit this is like, it's not that they're making abortion illegal. I want people right. to understand that. We need to clarify. And once again, coffee and COVID, uh, J Jeff Childers, he really explained it a lot, even to, to me, like the whole Roe versus Wade, that whole decision was, was not based on the constitution and law. That's and right. that was the question with that. Now, this other bill that they just voted on was something different, but it's it's late term versus early term. So this is not pro-choice or or not. This is late or early. Okay. Right. Well, and, and there is a difference for people who are really having a, yet another line to divide and, yeah. and hate and be and and be like this, you know. Yeah, it was a 49-51 um, split. Okay. Well, and here's here's what we want to make sure people understand. The Supreme Court ruling would not eliminate, in, in that ruling itself, will not eliminate abortion in the United States. I think that's, that's first of all, let's be clear. It would not do that. What it would do was it puts the power in the state's hands to decide if abortion will be legal or not. And so we could probably, in, we could probably assume that states like New York and California will continue to be abortion states and states like Alabama and Florida, maybe not. Okay. That would, that would be probably what happened. But then of course, then the argument is, well, then you have to cross state lines to go get an abortion, in which case that's a conversation for down the road. But so that everyone's clear, this does not do away with abortion. It simply says that Roe versus Wade, as it was written, was unconstitutional as deemed by the just sitting justices. They're saying this never should have been, this never should have passed. And by the way, there's people on the left and right who are legal experts who agree that Roe versus, that Roe versus Wade was not yeah. the right decision at the time. There's people, there's very pro-choice people who believe that Roe versus Wade was not right, that that, that that should not have passed. So this would be the Supreme Court saying it did not, it's not following the laws, the constitution as it's set forth. So therefore we're gonna do away with it and we're gonna put the power into the hands of the states. And also something that I have learned through this, I did not know that, North, that the United States has one of the more liberal policies on abortion of any country in the world. In other words, for all of the women screaming, they're gonna leave the United States, don't go to Germany, don't go to uh, Switzerland, don't go to Sweden, don't go, like so many European countries after 12 weeks, you cannot get an abortion. You cannot, no. So we have one of the most liberal, we are one of like two or three countries that has the most liberal policies on abortion. So again, get informed on the facts. Please do not follow the mobs either right. way. Either right, exactly. And like the, and the emotion, you know, getting into the emotional aspect of it. And it, I've seen this floating around on, on Instagram, people posting. So you're saying if, you know, a mom has an ectopic pregnancy or if she has a septic uterus, the mom will die. Are you okay with this? I'm like, seriously, y'all. That is a medical emergency. Come on. Come on. Do you think that a doctor is going to say, well, your baby's stuck in your fallopian tube, but we can't do anything about it now. So bye, go home and have a nice death. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? Come on, people. Well, that is a medical emergency. I mean, many states, many states, their, their rule is, is like in cases of the mother's life, 
it's without question that you choose the mother over the baby's life. Right. Come on. That is logic. Where is the logic? People, people throwing stuff around like that on Instagram and, you know, trying to elicit rage and emotion from people like yes. that, that. The doctors Either. are really going to just let a mom die with yes. a uterus. Look at the propaganda. It's fear. It's fear. They're using fear to paralyze you and to make you angry and get you emotional. And, and this is all, to me, I think this is all about the fact that the, the Democrats are about to lose big in an election. This is all leading up to an election. They do not, they know what's coming. There's Biden's numbers are in the toilet. He, he's likely going to go down as the worst president in history. Has to, he has to. I mean, I haven't been alive, you know, that many decades, but it's, horrible it is horrible and I had a cousin try to tell my sister this week that he that life is better for everybody under Biden and my sister goes give me one example he could give zero I mean this is again a statement to say how do you say that and then have nothing to say yeah (laughs) well this is also a person who lives off the government so I mean he doesn't his his income isn't changing regardless of who checks he got his check (laughs) <laughs> and I mean, it's sad. And I, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to bash my cousin or shame my cousin, but I mean, it is hard to understand why anyone would think we're better off. I have asked. And, and that this is leftover Trump stuff, that this is left, this is leftover Trump policy. Are oh, you, right. The border is not leftover Trump policy. That is absolutely undoing Trump's policy. But, that was day one undoing. Yes. Yes. Every president comes in and has to kind of clean up shop though, you yeah, know? Absolutely. Um, anyway. Anyway, well, we, it's a mess out there, friends. And, and what we, we will put the links to the things that we have found for you so that you can access them. But what we challenge you to do, don't trust us either. Listen, go look for yourself. Maybe we can just point you into some directions, but get informed. Don't resist two things, the desire to be afraid and the desire to be emotional over the topics. And when I say that, I'm speaking to myself because Mm -hmm. clearly I start raising my voice and getting agitated and that's emotion. (laughs) The F-bombs start flying for me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Start swearing. I said said shit on here already today. But I just, I mean, that's that's where we get. And I'm talking to myself to say, at the end of the day, I've got to get myself back to a place of calm so that I can think and be rational and do the things I need to do to fight against the things that I think are wrong. You know, yeah. one way you can do that is be a, uh, wear your silent advocate t-shirts. Um, I don't know if y'all <laughs> think <laughs> you could be non-emotional and just wear your t-shirts that say certain things <laughs> that you believe in. Like for example, Kristen just got two awesome shirts. Um, you've probably seen her post about them on her social media. It's like, Vaccines are like penises, okay? And then it gets so like, good. Y'all want to hear it? Vaccines are like penises. It's okay to have one. It's okay to be proud of it. But please stop showing me pics of it. Stop bragging on social media about it. And for the love of all things pure and holy, stop trying to poke me with it. <laughs> so funny. So Kristen found this Etsy shop. This girl. But that one's not on there. Oh, is that no, that's not her. Okay. Well, but she has another one. Like fact checkers. The fact checkers didn't, didn't come out until the truth came out. Yeah. Fact checkers didn't exist until the truth came out. But <laughs> there's this Etsy shop, Peace and Freedom Co. Like Peace, and then the letter N, Freedom Co. She has a lot of really cute T-shirts, and we're working on our own Just Think merchandise as well. But in the meantime, she was generous and sweet enough to give us a promo code to her Etsy shop. 
to give to y'all so that y'all can be silent advocates and walk around with your views on your t-shirt. I mean, there's also one I got like for like for any time, but this is free AF because, you know, we say AF all the time. If you yeah. don't know. And so I love that one too, but she's got all kinds of awesome like slogans and everything and just like simple, you know, a lot of times it's just like this statement shirts or sweatshirts mm -hmm. or tanks or whatever, but um, yeah. it's really, and she's so sweet. Name is Razy. Y'all should check her out. Yes. Yeah, so her awesome. shop is Peace and Freedom Co. And the promo code is just think. So all caps, just think, and you get 25% off on That's in her really shop. Good. So go hit her up and no, we're not getting compensated for this, but I will say shout out to Razy because she is helping us figure out how to get our own merchandise out there to you because we're trying some things out. We're figuring out what we like and what we don't like. And we've got some slogans we want to put on our own shirts um, from things that have been said on the podcast or things that we say. Things that fly out of our mouth. And if you have any ideas, if there's anything we've said in the past yeah. that, I don't know. That you'd love like, to see. Yeah, you'd love to see on a t-shirt or coffee mug. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> or, or trucker hat, whatever. You yeah. have so much fun with this. <laughs> I mean, the, the goal is obviously it's promotional, but you know, we want to like, it's like Amy said, you know, sometimes you put a shirt on and, and, and people notice they think about it, or, you know, maybe they just know that perhaps they're like-minded with you, but it, I think we're at this point guys, where if you are afraid to say what you think or believe, then your freedom of speech has been assaulted. And we have to fight that. We have to fight for people to say things we vehemently disagree with because in order to have free speech, that is absolutely necessary. Mm -hmm. We have got to have freedom of speech, freedom of thought, freedom of religion. All those things have to stay intact for this democracy to make it. Mm -hmm. So if you're feeling like you can't say things. Then put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> put it on a t-shirt. All right, y'all. First step is put it on a t-shirt. Then you don't have to say it. <laughs> and then, and then once you get brave enough to do that, then say it out loud. Yeah, you can also put it on a coffee mug or a travel mug and just or carry it around or a little or, or a cute hoodie, cute soft hoodie, oversized t-shirt. All right, we got y'all covered for Christmas. Just get ready. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, All right, you guys. Have a good week. We'll see you next week. All right, bye. bye.